sure. Um, I'm just going by port side. I'll explain why in a moment. Um, he, him. Um, the the, re- <laughs> the reason for that is I do have a full-time job in corporate America. And if my name were attached to the kind of things I talk about um, and say, it wouldn't be good for my livelihood, so to speak. Hopefully, I... I, I I'm not going to be in this situation forever, hopefully, but who knows? Um, I, I'm fortunate. I, I'm fortunate to be able to to have a job. So, um, you know, that's something I got to take seriously. I got to make that money for my corporate overlords. Oh, no, I was muted that whole time. I was just saying, yeah, um, thank you for sharing. Uh, no, uh, gosh, darn it, man. That was a funny joke, too. Okay, okay. That was good. Gosh, I'm like so bad at this. I don't know why I even muted myself in the in the first place. All right, gosh, darn it. All right. Um, well, uh, Portsight, uh, dude, uh, feel free to tell us more about, you know, what you do. Uh, 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 be the, uh, be it uh, that... that uh, uh, the job serving your corporate overlords uh, or other leftist related uh, projects you do. Otherwise uh, feel free to start uh, uh, just let us know what kind of hobbies, et cetera, you do. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm sure everyone would love me to just ramble on about corporate America. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll sort of give you the short, uh, short. If I start rambling on too much, just let me Don't know. Don't worry, dude. We're so, fine. Yeah. That's I grew, great. I grew up in a, Sit in a very large city in uh, New England, second largest city in New England, um, poor, um, single mother. I have two siblings that are younger than me. We had to be on government assistance for things like food. Like we'd literally go to a location where a like box truck would drop off peanut butter and cheese and butter, and we'd use I. I'm not sure what the currency was at the time, if it was actual food stamps. This was in the 80s. I'm pretty old, so uh, just bear with me here in my boomerisms. Um, so I, I, we grew up that way. Um, I, my mother, the only work she could really do with three small children in the house under you know school age was to do daycare in the house for other people. So... That was how she somehow managed to raise three children that all went to um, college and and did well for themselves as a result. Um, However, (laughs) I'm only able to say this now after 42 years that I was finally in a position of privilege where I could start to try to use my influence to do to help other people um, by doing local direct action for people who need food over, uh, via um, the Nextdoor app. I don't know if you use that. It's kind of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it, it's something I can do now. So what I'm trying to do, and I'm just a baby streamer. I'm not, I'm not trying to get any sort of monetary benefit from this. Like I said, I'm fine for now. Um, I'm going to be doing on my, I'll give a little pitch for my little stream here. Um, but 
I'm going to be doing artwork. I have a liberal arts degree in art, which has helped me career-wise exactly zero times. And not just like art history, like studio art. So painting, printmaking, sculpture, you know, very useful things in in this day and age to uh, go into debt for a four-year degree for, you know? Mm-hmm. It's great. So what I can do is use my knowledge of and experience as an artist to create art, raffle it off, and donate uh, to my local uh, Food Not Bombs shelter here in uh, North Carolina. That's my goal. Um, looking a little further ahead, I'd like to start a nonprofit um, doing a similar thing in more direct area than where I am right now. Um, and, you know, hopefully, as far as the Twitch thing goes, just spread the message. You know, I, I, I want to push it forward. If one person can, you know, learn something from me or take something from me in my old age boomer experience, um, growing up poor and eventually it's luck. It really is. It really is guys. It's not your education or your college. It's, it's luck. It's luck and it's networking and it sucks. And I realized in, um, about the past, I don't know, year i think it was the george around the time that george floyd got murdered um really just dug in so hard um into me and we all knew we knew that he was going to be let go right we knew it and even though he wasn't it doesn't matter because that's what we were all expecting and that's the standard I didn't really, I, I think a lot of people have said this in your interviews. Um, you felt like you were always a leftist, but it, it something just wasn't clicking. Something just had to happen. Or you just had to hear someone say something specifically or explain what uh, what is a leftist versus a liberal versus, you know, and not just in the way that we all know it through the media. And one day I came across uh, on my local city discord, someone just randomly linked a a bow of the fifth column. Hmm. I'd never heard of it. I'd never heard of him. And I can't tell you which video it was because Hmm. for the next, I don't know, four hours, I just watched all his videos. And I started to realize how he was. I, I know I'm not his target audience. I know he likes to pull people over from the right. But something about him and the way he was explaining things really kind of like hit a switch in my head. And I was like, wait a minute. It's like, um, for lack of a better um, experience, and if you haven't done this, then I suppose you wouldn't know. But um, if you'd ever gone on an adventure before for the first time, a brand new adventure. Uh, a trip somewhere for the first time that you hadn't been before. And after that sort of realizing like, whoa, there's so much more to this than I ever 
could comprehend before. So that was kind of uh, the realization that I, I started looking into and watching more um, street, finding more streamers via um, the, the surfs and lucid Fox. And I found you randomly on a Saturday afternoon when no one else was streaming. And I was like, Oh, Hey, this guy's seems pretty chill. Hmm. Um, so that's sort of where I'm at. Sorry. Rambling. No. Okay. No, I'll, I'll love it. Love it. Um, yeah, it seems like you were dipping there into your leftward bound journey. Actually. I was trying to follow you, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm all over the place, man. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, all right, Portside. Yeah, well, you started dipping in. Let's just uh, make it official. Yeah, this is our little discussion about your pathway left, and you can keep chatting okay. about uh, uh, any, anything that was re relevant that you were just chatting about. Uh, um, you don't have to define your ideology or politics mm -hmm. if you don't want to. You're encouraged to if you're comfortable. Um, okay, how about we start there? See where it goes. Sure. So, um, as mentioned um, previously, I, I grew up very poor, and we all just went to city uh, public schools um, our whole lives. Um, the city that I, uh, the high school that I went to, and in the city, where white people were a, a minority. They still are. It's mostly people of color, um, and th that's how I grew up from kindergarten until I graduated high school and, and, and went to uh, college. So I never saw that as anything weird or like these people are different from me. Um, w when you're put in together, integrated like that at that young of an age, it just becomes, you know, in so like natural and set in, um, the, the way you operate day to day and how you interact with people until you get to the point in your life, I guess, where uh, racism gets pushed on you in one way or another, either from, you know, friends whose parents are racist or any, you know, it, it's all over the place. It's built into everything. Obviously now it, I, I realize this. Um, so, after I, you know, got older and, and, and moved on, um, I realized how weird it was where I grew up. But I, I've lived um, East Coast, Southern California. Now I'm in North Carolina. I, I've been all over and, and lived in these communities for like 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 20 years. Um, I'm not that old. I'm 42. Do your math. Do your math. Okay. Um, but I realized that racism, it, it does exist everywhere, but it's very different in different sections of the country. In uh, Massachusetts, where I grew up, it's, it's very um, subtle in a way that you wouldn't, you know, it's hard to explain. It's more built, integrated into the system. I feel like they're making it more subtle and they're more, therefore, more insidious. Okay. Um, Southern California, there's a lot, there's racism against Mexicans mostly in Southern California. But they, they do it like blatantly. 
like blatantly racist, like um, doing caricatures and that kind of thing, like just normal people. Here in the South, yeah. where, you know, everyone expects like this is you're in the South, it's going to be racist. It's it's really not on a, a, an interaction level from day to day. Um, not that I've seen, I, I mean, look at I'm a I'm a privileged white asshole talking about this, but in the South, people talk to each other more just day to day, like walking by, saying hello. I live in a very um, integra- mixed integration neighborhood. Um, we have all kinds of people, um, people from all over, and everyone gets along great. Um, and that's specifically why I chose to live here in North Carolina, because it was a purple state. I was living in California for a decade. California is always going to vote left. Massachusetts, where I'm from, is always going to, well, not left, but Democrat. Okay. <laughs> It's like, where is this conversation going here? Uh, Massachusetts, <laughs> you're always going to vote Democrat. Um, okay. I have a, a, one of my siblings lives in uh, Oregon. They're always going to vote Democrat. You know what I mean? The state. I'm talking about the states. Sure. So uh, about 11 years ago, my partner and I got married in Southern California. Uh, we had no jobs. Neither of us. And we got married and we decided we couldn't start a family there. Uh, We were out of work and it's so expensive. It's unbelievable. So we decided to move to a purple state with North Carolina because at the time, this is 2010. So it's two years after Obama, um, you know, took office. And it was just at that point, the midterm election where, all the Tea Party Republicans were coming into the fray, the Ted Cruz's and Rick Santorum's and all these people. And North Carolina is, I mean, obviously it's a Southern state. It's historically racist. But what the uh, GOP was able to do at that time here locally in the state was to manipulate um, not only the voting voting records and everything like that. I mean, there's, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the whole, the whole thing was, um, became what happened during the 2016 election. It it was like a model set up for it with our uh, local government. Okay. I'm going too far into this. This is too boring. Anyway, that being said, I moved here to a purple state to push it left, to push it to the left. I mean, that's ultimately what, my partner, I decided to do, and we've been here for 11 years and trying to do um, activism where we can yeah. and do a lot of uh, local donations. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, I won't go over it again. I'm so boring. Um, You're great. That that time that I it was around. George Floyd a year ago, I found the bow videos and then I started just reading and reading and watching, not reading theory. I, I you can't have me read theory. My goodness. Um, I don't have time for that, but um, it, it's been quite an adventure. It's been the most life-changing experience of my uh, up until now. 
42. It's like, why did what? Why didn't this click any earlier? It, it doesn't make any sense to me, and especially the way I was raised and grew up through. Uh, it, it's just hidden from from people intentionally. Yeah, they often point around it, but never straight at it. Exactly. Exactly. Fascinating to me. Um, okay, well, uh, making good time here. <laughs> uh, port side. Um, I, I want to make sure we've exhausted this portion of the conversation before we, before we move on. Port okay. side. Any other aspects of politics? be it leftist theory, uh, thinking, any, anything historically, any, anything else personally uh, that helped to pull your heart and mind to the left. Uh, you mentioned a couple of different things to George Floyd, Bo, the serfs, et cetera. What, maybe there were specific things that you were convinced by. I don't know. What else is that? Well, I've, uh, uh, so I'll go back to the 2000 election which was my uh, second time actually voting in a presidential election. However, I remember at the time I had um, years 2000, I had just graduated college and I remember working in a call center and we had televisions for watching the election. And for some reason, the person that won didn't get to be president and at that point, I was just so turned off by the entire idea of politics that I basically threw it out the window for my entire 20s and 30s, to be honest with you. I didn't care. I, I just knew it was all bullshit and rigged and there was nothing you could do. Um. And I mean, I, I still kind of feel that desperation, but I'm just happy that I found a community that understands it, that understands things like this exist. And um, again, doing what I can to both locally and hopefully, you know, on the Internet. Then moving on to the next category, hashtag the best. Um, if you would uh, take your life distill it into some life advice, be it just general life stuff, or also if it's leftism related and think about uh, going back in time, talking to a younger version of yourself or just someone in chat. Sure. So um, something I, I, in my twenties, I was kind of on a spiritual quest of sorts. Um, and I, I re I found something that I really connected with, and this isn't a pitch for some kind of weird new age stuff, but it was just an idea of, um, ego and not ego, uh, yes, ego, but egos, plural. And it's an idea that everyone has egos inside of them and every, um, desire kind of want and need, um, a need for attention, a need for, uh, affection i need everything is kind of like its own separate ego and if you can find the ones that are really uh harmful to your own personality and focus on rooting those out i know this is so new age hippy dippy but this this is something i came across and it actually worked for me um 
say, you know, we all have friends or people that we know who are super hot headed and just can't let the conversation end without them. No, me, I need, I need to be the last kind of thing. That's an ego that I had when I was much, when I was younger that I learned to like completely get rid of. And it's made my life infinitely better. Okay. How, how do I write that down? Like, um, be aware of your ego. Uh, what's that movie? E- that Pixar movie. Pretty good. Inside out. Was, yeah. I don't know. That's sort of what I was thinking. Right. Ego awareness. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Very good. Um, I did a good job, Jet. Um, <laughs> and remember chat, we're going to ha- invite your questions for, uh, portside in just a little bit here. Let's continue then. This is great. Great advice. Excellent advice, Portside. I think uh, people will love that. And that takes us into the leftist inquisition. That's right. The questionnaire. Everyone loves it. Nobody hates it. The inquisition. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Do you have a favorite word, Portside? Oh, by the way, you could pass or skip any question for any reason. Okay. Do you have a favorite word? I think it would be the word aesthetic because the, and the reason I think this is because I, I don't know of another word in the English language that describes the word itself. So perfectly, the sound of it describes what it is. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's like aesthetic. Yes. It sounds like what it means. It sounds like the beauty that you make of your environment or it's an like, object. It's like onomatopoeia in a way. Like it describes what it is. Exactly. All right. Then do you have a least favorite word? word say? I, um, not anything specifically, yeah. but I, I really just, I, I hate um, really nasty slurs. Ooh, yeah. Don't um, say him. Don't, yeah, no, you can, uh, no, yeah. no, no. But w- when when I hear that those said, like it like hits me like in my heart, yeah, kind right. of. You know what I mean? Oh. You feel like you took a punch. Oh. You're just like, oh, that's such a just don't disgusting. Don't say. It. Don't use slurs, people. It's don't like it's like hard to hear it without huh, a little physical. Huh, what the f- exactly. Um, All right. Do you have a favorite drug, vice, guilty pleasure, maybe? Or you can name one of each. Drug, guys, guilty pleasure. Um, I guess drug. Um, Nothing I can do anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Vice, uh, I'd say vaping. Um, I, I make my own, uh, vape juice. Vape juice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I smoked cigarettes for, you know, like 15 years, um, since I was like a teenager and about 10 years ago, I vaping helped me stop. Um, but unfortunately I still do that now. It's Mm. way less worse than carcinogenic cigarettes. What was the third one? Uh, uh, maybe a guilty pleasure. Guilty Drug pleasure. Vice, guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty, baby. Yeah. Never. Which which one? What's your flavor? Right now, I mean, it's all about the war zone, you know. All right. 
Uh, yeah. Felder is the Battle Royale. Once Battle Royale came to Call of Duty, I was yep. just like, yes. Man. Perfect. Perfect. I still like Black Ops too. I love all those maps dearly. I think the yeah. breakthrough was Call of Duty 4. Yeah. The first Modern Warfare. When you played that online with people, it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> just lobbing frags all over the place <laughs> i'm a big fan of just a tomahawk throw across the map here we go we'll see what happens you, you get one every <laughs> yeah. now and then yeah yeah man they bounce off stuff Let's check great. that replay oh totally worth it all right then port side is there a sound or a noise that you love there is and i haven't heard it in over half my life and that's sad <laughs> I don't know. You're in uh, the Chicagoland area, so this may or may not have applied to your childhood. Same with you, Chad. I don't know where y'all are. Uh, when I was a kid, though, we played a lot of pond hockey or ho hockey on a lake. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and there's a sound that uh, ice skates make on a lake or a pond that they don't make inside. You hear this like amazing, like high pitched, but somehow not offensive sound. And you just hear it kind of resonate through the ice. And I, I just, I, I, I've never heard anything like that. And I haven't heard it since I was a teenager. So that's a beautiful sound. That's a very unique pick. Uh, points for mm -hmm. um, originality there. And I'm, I feel like I might be vaguely aware with that sound. It just, it sort of like spreads in like in, in, in every direction, like, in stereo it's cool right yeah, it, 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 yeah. and it's something being out there of course with the with the smell and the freezing cold and your friends playing hockey it's <laughs> a distant memory my friend a distant yeah. memory um do you have a least favorite noise or even one that you hate i do and yeah. it's it's the sound of bones breaking Huh. Oh. Have you heard that often? Yeah, I have. Oh. Why often? Um, I I played rugby in college. Oh. That's a fucking dangerous sport. You're so exposed. Usually I I I heard usually people are pretty safe about it though. Like they sort of learn that you don't have pads. It's not like football. Don't hit each you, other so you, hard. But yeah, no. you do. You do. You do. Um, it, there's definitely, you know, that taken. It's a whole different physics compared to football because, yeah. like you mentioned, you do not have pads. So th there's a whole different technique to it. Mm. Um, but if those who are familiar with it and the single worst sound I've ever heard in my life was one of my teammates femur snapping. Oh. And the gut curdling scream that came <sighs> afterwards. It, it's like in my brain forever and there's nothing i can do to get it out it sounds like a piece of celery like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry everyone <laughs> okay everyone shake that one off <sighs> disgusting okay yeah uh, okay moving on uh, I don't remember 
where you said you were raised, remember this question, if you were raised in France or Wisconsin, you get more than one guess. Otherwise, you only get one answer to this, uh, not guess, but one answer to this question, which is, what's your favorite cheese? Cheese. Like favorite or most, no, I guess most used definitely isn't favorite. I, I'm going to go with uh, a good smoked Gouda. And if you anyone has ever been to a Publix, they make uh, unbelievably delicious sandwiches, and you can get smoked Gouda sliced and put on your sandwich. And I've never seen that anywhere else in my entire life. There you hear it, kids. Smoked Gouda at Publix. This is a free paid advertisement. Mm-hmm. We just also did. fuck Publix. Don't go there. Yeah. Um, and they owe us $20. Uh, that seems fair. Okay. Um, okay. Now we're at reincarnation. Portside. If you came back as a plant or a non-human animal and somehow you were given the ability to choose, what would it be? This is a good one. It's a bar-headed goose. Okay, what? Yeah. A bar, bar B-A-R, hyphen, Goose. Headed goose. And they're they're one of the birds that can fly the highest. And the reason why I think they're super cool looking, by the way, but their yearly migration goes over the Himalayan mountains. So twice a year they get to fly over the Himalayan mountains from one area to another. And they're super cool looking. It's a good looking goose. I'll tell you what. Yeah, baby. Y'all ever that's, see a better goose? That's the kind of goose I want to be. That's a goddamn handsome goose. All right. That is the correct answer, actually. Well done. Um, yeah. Uh, well, let's say at the end of your life, you, you, you go to heaven. You know, you go to the pearly gates. There's God. God says some stuff. What would you like God to say to you? Fucking sorry about that, bro. <laughs> What else could you really say? It's a pretty good one. Um, Then, let uh, you please name an influential leftist, be them dead or alive, that you would like to meet. All right. I would like to meet communist card-carrying Pablo Picasso. Oh, use a use a communist. I, I, okay, go. Did yeah, you, go on. They tell, did tell did me everyone that. not know? Yeah, I... he was he was Spanish and okay. he fled the Spanish Civil War oh. and went to France. And until the time of his death in 1974, was a card carrying communist and was loved by not only the Soviet Union but other communist countries uh most of the time until he started getting into his more controversial work uh Granica, um and then uh, became like a uh, kind of a political lightning rod for the communist movement um yeah not not a lot of people know that obviously but i'd like to meet him i'd like to sit down and have a long afternoon conversation with the man Okay, well, given the chance, 
What would that conversation go like? You had a hypothetical, uh, excuse me, you have the chance to have a hypothetical conversation. Perhaps you mm-hmm. could talk about yourself and they could tell you what they think. Maybe you could ask Picasso what they're thinking about the world as it is today. Maybe you have a specific question or just uh, general thoughts and, and, uh, and feel free to, you know, if, if, if you heard their hypothetical response, what might that be? I'm not really sure what I would ask him. I'd, I'd yeah. more want to just sort of like be a fly on the wall and, yeah. and follow, follow him around like a crazy stalker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to, just, to just not only like watch his, his, his painting process, who I was significantly influenced by, huh? um, but to, you know, just... I mean, it's an amazing story. Uh, you know, painting and, and the reason I went to school for art, which was completely delusional, used to be, and you're a musician, you understand this too, like, this, these used to be careers that were highly, like, respected during the Renaissance and during other areas. And now they're completely, like, useless. Like, what school hasn't cut its art program or its music program or... If anything, you know, they're really into sports, so the football team gets a, a stadium renovation or something, but nothing. The arts have been almost rendered worthless. You know what I mean? And it, it's sad. It's it, But uh, it, it kind of is what it is at the same time. I mean, now we have NFTs, so who cares about art? We can just <laughs> make an NFT of a piece of art, and then that's going to be worth more than anything ever was anyway awesome i think it what could go wrong right nothing it's perfect capitalism perfect perfection love it okay now uh, i think i usually skip this next one the next question is then uh is do you have a favorite leftist book or author resource etc not really since i'm still just this baby um leftist over here i i'm just kind of trying to take everything in as um efficiently but as quickly as i can because i want to know everything about it so honestly i mean watching streams watching you watching other people who are in the leftist community um you know over time and and without this pandemic this wouldn't have happened to me but i I work from home every day and then i just i i have my own computers and my own stuff so i'm just like works just one laptop screen over there in the corner where i I do have to do stuff sometimes but um you know i've just spent the last year just taking it in like pulling in everything i can and learning i love learning so so much and that combined with that click, that that bow, bow got me. God damn it, bow! Um, it, it it's just been so exciting, and I love the communities. I, I love how everyone is well welcoming and and not um, they don't put people down um, within the community. I think that's super important. Um, when I grew up with the internet in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s, you know, when communities started forming, when whether it would be car communities or 
whatever. You know, the the initial attitude of the internet was to be complete dicks to each other for some reason. And uh, it's only in retrospect that I realized that, but it was like everyone just had to shit on everyone else to to own them. Um, And and I feel like a lot of that still goes on today, but this community, it's very well at self-policing the kind of toxicity out of itself um, that that's what I find really impressive about it, and and love it. I love you guys. You're the best. I appreciate that, and of course, somehow somehow I keep muting myself. Uh, one thing um, I love to do is, is sort of bridging that gap between between the chat and uh, and and uh, you know uh, the creatorship, and this is always uh, fascinating. Uh, by doing this, I open myself up to way more. Uh, interesting chats than uh, than than not, and I appreciate uh, you being willing to to jump on and uh, yeah. jump at the opportunity. Thank you, Portsai. Let's go. Yeah. So, what's up next? Uh, do you have any streamer tips? You're a viewer of streams. You uh, you literally have like a good little streaming setup over there yourself. You got a good mic and a, and a good look back there. Um, but you know, what streamer tips do you have as uh, someone who's uh, Strimmon, maybe they're a beginner, maybe they're a veteran. What, 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 what would you say? Just do it. Hmm. Sponsored by Nike. No, uh, um, no, I, I'm not a good person to be giving advice in in this area at this time in in okay. my life. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm super neurotic when it comes to um, AV equipment. I'm kind of an audiophile. Um, kind of person so i like super obsessive about ready ready for the callback aesthetic Ooh. i obsess about aesthetic so mm. if something's not right or if i don't like the way something looks or sounds or does i i i, I i'm not comfortable doing it and this setup took me a long time to try to pull together and figure out what works and what doesn't work and lighting and and all that stuff. And, um, it's, that was my neurosis with the whole Mm -hmm. process. Um, I, you know, other people can just, you know, stream from their phones and get a million people in there. And that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm too neurotic. So don't be neurotic. There you go. (laughs) Just turn it off like that. You can just do it. Neurotic. No more. Yeah. It looks so, Good though. I'm not gonna lie. You got this like natural little set. It, it looks like you just set the phone up in this really cute part of your apartment, and and it was it was totally just happenstance. Uh, but yeah, it also goes to show, folks. It takes some fucking work to achieve a look yeah. like this. This looks so good. I love your look. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I was chill. I, it was a little. It is hard too because this is the only south facing window in my house. Oh, right. So. <laughs> And so some, all my plants have to be in here. I mean, yeah. they, it's, it's how it goes. I was going to say I should get some plants, but then they they would not work. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that was that was still that was wonderful advice. Nevertheless, uh, really good uh, stuff in there. Excellent, excellent stuff. So, Portside, what we can do is give the chat some time to sure, whip up some sure. questions for you, if if they have any. Oftentimes they don't. I just want to. No problem. Keep that yeah, inside. man. Let's go. Uh, what do you want to know about corporate America? I know I, I, I teased oh, you all so hard with that. 
what do I want to know about corporate America? Like, what the fuck, dude? Just what the fuck? That's all I got. Otherwise, this is for you to ask me questions. Um, I, I've, I've been drilling you this entire time, Portside. Uh, yeah. Come on. What? There, there, was a, there was barely a, barely a drill in there. <laughs> Some people find it to be pulling teeth. Uh, so I guess it's not exactly drilling. But... Um, no, we after this we can sort of dig into what's grinding your gears. It seems like we have plenty of time left. Um I'm not currently seeing questions from chat. So uh do you want to do that? Do we want to talk about what's grinding your gears? Is it corporate America? Capitalism. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, port, yeah. Port side, what well, is grinding well, well, your gears? I'll I'll tell you, Capital. In um, little side here, this this kind of coincided with the other million things in my life to make me realize yeah. uh, that I was a leftist. I remember my first job back in the '90s. I went to work at a local grocery store, and the position was advertised as a cashier. And uh, I was like 15 or 16, and you have to go and get a work permit. You have to pay someone so you can go work for someone else for slave. Yeah labor and um i i get to the grocery store on the first day as a cashier and this supervisor manager asshole person whatever just basically gave me like a ladder like a roll of those shitty paper towels that were in your high school bathroom and like a bottle of windex and he's like climb up on top of the shelves and clean all the tops of the shelves and there was like a half inch of dust on everything and I was, this was my first day at any job ever. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm supposed to be a cashier. Why am I like with the worst paper towels? Just, uh, and I never went back after that. I was like, fuck that. That job sucks. I'm going to find a job that I like. And all these years later, you know what job I found that I like? None of them. None of them. <laughs> and it wasn't because I wasn't finding the right job. I, it was because capitalism fucking sucks. And I didn't realize it. I didn't realize that I was just being taken advantage of my entire life, my entire working life. And now I'm at the point where like, well, now I know this. So if I lose, if I lose my job, I, I literally don't believe that I could even fake in an interview to want to work for another corporation like oh yeah i'd i'd, I'd really want to work here please oh, please let me work here i, I, I want to make you money while you exploit me um so i i don't know that may be a problem going forward but uh we'll see all right absolutely um uh it's something i don't know it was a tweet someone's like uh they often you know you're often asked throughout your life what's your dream job and I don't have a dream job. I don't dream of having a job. Exactly. I dream of exactly. not having a job. And, and you want to ask about my dreams. You, you know, it, it was uh, funny, again, aging myself here. But a few uh, years ago, I was at my 20-year uh, high school reunion. Yeah. Still working the job that I've been, that I am at now. I've been here for like eight years. And mm. um, I was talking with a, you know, a friend that I hadn't seen since high school. And she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a director of... Um, it's like she was like a researcher or something crazy like that. And I was like, oh, and she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm just working some shit cor 
corporate job, if I tried to explain to you what it was, you'd fall asleep. <laughs> She's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. what does that mean? Like, what do I want to do in corporate America? Is that what you're asking? Or <laughs> you mean like, I don't want to do any of it. Yeah. I just want to go, you know, live in the woods and build a community for free. The people come live in huts and tents and whatever. That's what I want to do, but you can't do that. You know? You can't. You can't? I'm asking. Um, I mean, to what extent, I guess? If people find out, you might be in trouble for violating local ordinances, like not having running water. Oh. You know? Well, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, give it a shot. That's your dream. We'll see. I, d I do want to buy land, but at the yeah. same time, now it, 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 in my head, that just seems so shitty. It seems like a yeah. shitty, unless you're going to, you know, use it to give back to people, like I, I mentioned. But what do you, what, I mean, legally and uh, how much it would cost, even in, I know every state has uh, different building codes and whatnot. And yeah. say if you were able to get uh, a spot in West Texas, which Texas has like no building codes, and you get oh. a big plot of land. And then, I mean, if you're going to, Make an area for anyone who needs to come and have shelter. Mm -hmm. You're going to need running water. You're going to need um, electricity. You're going to need plumbing for waste disposal and stuff. Otherwise, you're just basically housing a, uh, you know, like a, a third world country where people just go in the bathroom, you know, crazy. You need to be able to do that. And the cost, even to that super, super, super as cheaply as possible, is yeah. still way more than, you know, anyone's obviously willing to do at this point, but we have one question in the chat that I'm noticing, which is what's your favorite plant? <laughs> a couple favorite? there in the background. Yeah. I, um, the cannabis plant, Hey, a beautiful plant. I, yeah. I, there's just so much range and, yeah. uh, diversity to the flowers of that beautiful plant it's just it's limitless the beauty is limitless yeah all right well i think that's a perfect note to end things there portside we've uh i've enjoyed the chat so very much with you i think we've planted some really speaking of plants we planted some really good seeds and of mm. course the idea is that we come back and we return and we see what uh what's been grown and what new plants we uh, in new seeds we want to plant, etc. And then we just sort of continue the cycle. Now that we've gotten the formalities out of the way, we'll be able to just ditch the format and uh, and 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 just have a real chat. As it yeah, were. I love it. I love nice. it. Love it, man. Thank you so much for having thank me you. on. Thanks, chat. I appreciate you looking at my dumb face for an hour. Uh, well, thank you very much, Portside. Again, we've invited you in the spirit of building leftist unity, strength, and power. In the in that sp same spirit. You've been a wonderful guest. Peace and solidarity. See you next time. Peace out. All right. Oh, that's okay. I'll fix that. That was portside chat. Look at us. Look at us. I've got a, I've got a drill bit made of bunnies. Hey, listener.
You just heard an episode of Leftist and Chill, the show you never knew you didn't need but still can't live without, the podcast version. Content like this is only made with the support of listeners like yourself. Please support at patreon.com slash idansimpson today.